I do it pretty. I mean, I rack the wine usually nice. three or right, four guys. times. One more time. Just keep talking. Cool. Yeah. Figure this. I think I think I figure out what it, the hell I was. Yeah, so I, was, I so. did see. I saw us over the weekend. Oh, Holy shit! Yeah, I'm I, waiting for my homie Umar because, like, he's the one I do this stuff. Yeah, with, just, yeah. I can't this week. I can't say, dude. Yeah, I, so I've <laughs> never, I've never been much of a horror movie guy. But then, like, when you see a really good horror movie, you're like. I want to see more horror movies. You, you keep saying, <laughs> you say you say horror really weird. You say it like horror. Horror. <laughs> horror. Live from McGillicuddy's in St. Paul. These are the Daves you know. With a Luke and a Bridget and an Eric. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to. But we both know I can't do nothing at all. All right, so we're at McGillicuddy's. Uh, sure are. The, the other, the other, uh, the other McGillicuddy's. The uh, the the non is, is the non Lake Bill. Make the peppermint schnapps. Yes, this, yes. This yes. is <laughs> this is the McGillicuddy's where you know people just smoke weed openly at the bar and you know cigarettes I, I like and all this that. One. There's a there's a there's a bar cat. It's much more yes, fun. There's, just yes, there's balance in office. Yeah. There's two bar cats. One who does who does jack shit, and the other who just gets in the way of everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> the yin and yang yeah. of bar cats. So, yes. so Luke, you had a uh, you had a, a hypothetical. Yeah. So I got a, I got a puzzler. Discuss. I've just been thinking about this. So, like, <clears throat> who would win a three way fight between Wesley Snipes, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and Danny Trejo? You're looking at me. I've, I have given this some thought. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, we got to talk about some scenarios here. I think the first thing we have to th- say is. These guys are actors right now. They have some training, but they are not professional fighters. So we have to say that uh, in the get from the get. Professional wrestling is real, sir. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> exactly. I'll have you know that right now. I'm but pretty sure Danny Trails killed, killed a guy at least once or twice. Well, so. Okay, so this is where I get to. So then we start thinking about our, our no no guns. I'm assuming. Well, armed or unarmed. That's is what a, I was going to say. Question. Right. So okay. that's question one, and then it breaks down to: Are we talking guns? Blades, <laughs> blades, or or are we going mano a mano? Like all these, all these permutations lead to different results in my mind. Um, only one of these guys has been in prison, guys. <laughs> yeah, so so that's you know that's if, the end of the that's the end of the well, fucking argument. No, wait, wait a minute, that's not true. Two of them have been. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, somebody did himself a little tax evasion time back oh, around 2000. Exactly. Yeah. Wesley oh, Snipes. Yeah. Who did get? I was. That's what I was thinking of. I was yeah. thinking. Of, who else? Oh, Trejo. Oh, Trejo's been. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Trejo's yeah. been in a more legit prison. Never mind. He's been in real prison. My argument is totally invalid, and I'm sorry. So what are you in for? Man, I withheld federal income taxes for three whole years. I just my lasting memory of Trejo is. He gets the. Uh, you guys watch? Anybody watch Breaking Bad? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and he gets. Yeah. He gets. Uh, spoiler alert! If anybody has, like hasn't caught up on Breaking Bad, it's on fucking Netflix. Watch it. Uh, stop well, this podcast also and watch like, it. Ended like five years ago. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's time um, to catch up. Yeah. He gets. A, there's this iconic scene where he's his head ends up on the uh, on the back of a, a tortoise. Tor- a tortoise. Yes. <laughs> Which was pretty fucking Oof. amazing. Yeah. And the guy was in Machete, and Machete kills. So, yeah. oh, I'm, for I'm, sure. I'm gonna lean they, towards. I'm gonna lean towards Trejo uh, here. I think, although yeah. I definitely think The Rock. Uh, the Rock has a pedigree too. Like his dad was a professional wrestler. Yeah. Right. Um, the dude played football. Those guys are all hopped up on the on the, the crazy juice so anyway. You're saying, so you're saying Snipes has no. What, there's got to be an argument for Snipes <laughs> this, here, right? So here's what I this say. Is, this is where Eric comes in. Yeah. <laughs> this is where Eric comes yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> um, if it's mano a mano, I think. I think it ends up going down to Snipes and uh, and The Rock, but I think The Rock might actually pull it off just for the amount of abuse he can take and still dish it out, right? He, he's been on the wrong end of some Stone Cold stunners in his day. But yes. having said that, if knives or any kind of sharp object is involved, <laughs> then I believe it. Then Game I, over. Then I think The Rock is out early. <laughs> the guy and it's, with and the muscles is done. And it's, yeah. a, and it's a Trejo and... Uh, crazy S-shaped throwing yeah, blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it becomes a Trejo <laughs> and Snipes battle. Well, it's, you know what? I mean, we could go through a lot of different, you know, permutations and, mm-hmm. and different ways of doing this. Is this a straight-up bar fight? Is this like, uh, you know, everyone gets to pick one thing or something like that? I think the only way we're really going to settle this argument is do a long-running podcast series oh. uh, where a bunch of people review that sounds the like movies a... of these three fine actors. What do you think, listeners? Uh, sounds like a really and, good idea. Uh, and, and get to the bottom of this. Because I, 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 I need more shit in my life. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, more, more podcasts. You're an executive producer Let's now, dude. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, my, that's my thing Put now, it on I guess. CV. Apparently, I'm an executive yeah. producer now. So. Showrunner. <laughs> you, yeah. you need me to produce your podcast. So, right. up, I, got, I need fucking money, guys. That's what I was going to say. So many monies from all the podcasts. All the monies. All right. Hey, for what it's worth, I upped my Patreon. I did see that. You pronounced word so fucking weird man it's patreon <laughs> patron patron yeah patron patron bro <laughs> okay anyways we got actually uh, uh some soccer to talk about do we know? uh i know right <laughs> yeah we probably don't this is almost five minutes guys but uh um i want to introduce uh bridget mcdowell uh yeah. luke craig and eric silva brenneman um luke, bridget and luke have obviously been on the podcast before eric is a first time mm-hmm. uh guest on the podcast you guys um, have all been on my radio show so and I feel yeah, like that's, oh, yeah. So eric, it's, it's all coming together eric has a radio show uh, <laughs> on what's right the uh what's the channel krsm uh <laughs> Put you on the ninety-eight point nine. I should know. ninety-eight point nine. Um, yeah, we've all been on that show. Uh, we're actually hopefully going to get uh, offensive loons up into the absolutely up into town, and me and him yeah. are going to jump on that show hey, and see, if, yeah. see how much we can not curse. <laughs> I, think, I did a really good you job. We're spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The two so. of them together, I feel, is uh... that's what well, energy. That's, the, the problem un- is uncontrollable. <laughs> yes. The nice thing is, it's like you record at like ten o'clock in the morning, so yeah. I've been boozed up uh, for you know several hours before then. Sure. So the, it might. Well, Zellers like. Fly. The F bomb man, but Martin's the one who always somehow gets around to some kind of oral sex reference. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's yeah. Like, He doesn't there's swear as much, but it, like the things he says are like could, way filthier. Should, yeah, yeah, way way dirtier. So. <laughs> You just can't let them string together too many words. I mean, honestly, for radio, that can work. As, as, as long as innuendo is there, which I know he's very good at, yeah. it, it, there's probably some things you could pull off. Yeah. All right. So uh, before we get into that, let's talk about our Patreon pitch. As Luke mentioned, uh, Patron, his Patron uh, <laughs> contribution, he upped it to hey. 666 today, which is... Uh, no, it was, I did it to... Four, oh, I did do it to yeah, 666. Yeah, you, you were at 420. You did it to oh, 666. Right. So, <laughs> Time um, to up my game. Yeah. So if you like the content you hear each week, if you like uh, all these, uh, you know, all these uh, fun, fun jokes that we make 
Um, visit Dave's I Know or Patreon.com backslash the Dave's I Know. Help support the Dave's that you know. Helps buy things like these uh, awesome microphones that we're talking into, the splitter so that they we can nice. actually have four people. And we're not like making out with each other at microphones. <laughs> well, we're all friends. So it really Luke, get off me. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe eventually buy us a beer or two at the bar. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, so visit Patreon.com backslash the Dave's I Know to help support the Dave's that you know. So. Uh, moving into the game, the uh, God, that terrible, terrible fucking game that happened on Saturday. Um, as you guys are all, all intimately aware, um, we have a sort of a, a podcast format. Talk about the best moment of the game first, because lots of times we don't have much to talk about in the game. What was the best moment of the game? Let's start with, uh, I don't know, who wants to start? Best moment of the game. And you can't say that penalty kick. I mean, I guess you could say the penalty kick, because that's really the only fucking thing. <laughs> I got one. I got okay, one. Okay, yeah, go, Eric. My, my best moment, I, I marked it at about the 22nd minute. Uh, Metanier just has some gorgeous, gorgeous magic where he stops the ball. It, it, it was like a, uh, a pass to nobody, basically, that he ends up circling yeah. around the uh, – it must have been an attacker coming at him and just leaves him in the dust. But he basically does this pirouette. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, nobody can touch him. It was yeah. just gorgeous, just completely <laughs> schools the guy that was on him. Yeah, that guy's, that guy's really good. I think, yeah. He had, he had a, a very clear error in this one. But that I moment in particular. He, yes, he runs hot and cold, but I think he can be very, very good. I, I so. would say, at least at this point, I'm now leaning to saying that he is, okay, knowing that Gregush was supposed to be or is the DP, this man is the one playing like the DP. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Hard agree. Ooh, this strawberry wine is delicious. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, we're getting classy up in this joint, guys. <laughs> um, anybody else have a, a best moment of the game? I don't know if it was a – it's either a best or a what the fuck because it didn't go in, but uh, Calvo blasted that crazy header that mm. kind of yeah. hit the hit the beam and then went down. And, like, if it had gone in, we would be going, yeah. holy shit, what a goal. Yeah. Uh, but instead, it was just this weird, funky pattern. So I, I like seeing him – getting involved that way i in don't attack. know if i like yeah i like seeing him on attack yeah. i don't know if i like seeing him in too many other places yeah uh, that's, that's fair <laughs> so. yeah, well spoiler alert, i'm gonna talk about that in a second yeah. so uh, it's it's nice to see him there when he should be there yes on a set piece right. rather than when he's just up there floating yeah because that's, I mean, he wants that's, to so yeah so i i mean i watched the game and then i rewatched it because i just i was really just upset and pissed off and then um and my wife and kid were out of town, so then I just got really high after the game and kind of forgot <laughs> most of what happened. So I rewatched it. Um, so that. wait, this is why I kicked up the Patreon from 420 to 666. Hey, so now, now instead of so getting he, high, you have to go hail Satan. Zeller Herb. And the Dark Lord. So I rewatched the game, and, and I just every – what I remembered was like it was it was, ter- it was a terrible game. We got completely outplayed. We actually had some decent chances. I mean, you mentioned yeah. the Calvo chance. Um, there was an early and maybe the fifth minute or whatever when Quintero and and I'm gonna talk about a couple of these other things. But like against you know in terms of the chances, I think we had probably equally as good of uh, yeah as first half as, in particular. As New yeah. And then yeah, in the second half we just really faded. I so. would even say that in the first. It's single digits. I don't know, seven, eight minutes or so. Minnesota looked great. Yes. Yeah, everybody was spread out. The wings were very wide. Fullbacks stayed with them. They were passing. <laughs> I mean, they they contracted uh, New England. I was going to say Northeast. I was thinking any <laughs> New England. They contracted New England so much that they had they had nowhere yeah. to go. And I was like, oh sweet, we're going to just play keep away with them and do a possession game. Yeah, and then it you know fell on its face. <laughs> anytime they changed the. F- their formation or their tactics 
those first 10 minutes are the best <laughs> because they are thinking like they're still seeing it you know on the whiteboard mm-hmm. here's where we need to go yeah. and then once the yeah. other team starts doing things if they're not right like that's not on the board like, <laughs> like, exactly. like reacting <laughs> <not> to <laughs> what minnesota yeah. has do, yeah. has done and then uh that's yeah, not yeah, changing. what my teammate does yeah. in practice when right, right. That. hang on yeah. a second <laughs> Um, all right, well, then we jump into the worst moment of the game. I'm going to piggyback. Uh, I, I said Cowboys header in the 27th minute just because it didn't go in. Like, yeah. it goes in the 27th minute. Um, that changes that changes the game, yeah, right? We I had think- just scored a goal, uh, and the you know, the Quintero PK. We get a, a goal two minutes later, and uh, we go up two to one. I think I think we've, we fucking crush uh, New England oh, spirit. Yeah. It's one of those, like, what if Franz Ferdinand hadn't been assassinated yeah. by Gavilo Princept <laughs> in 1914? <laughs> Yep. So like, that's you know. so for me that was <laughs> absolutely parallel. Right. Yes. Hundred percent. Different world. Parallel, so. But yeah, Cropper gets a, gets a mid on. It. I don't know how the hell he got a mid on it to like push it up into the into the oh, bar, God. or how it didn't come down and like hit him in the back and go into the net. Like that was right. just a, a fucking bonkers bonkers thing. So um, I, that's my worst moment of the game. Did anybody have a speci- uh, specific thing that jumps out at you? Hmm. Silence is there were, great. There were so many. Just kind of. Yeah. Well, here you know, my it, my beef is, and like I, you know, and I'll always admit, I'm I'm not a tactical guy at all. Um, but felt like we got out physical by the absolutely. Rebels a lot. Rodriguez Definitely. Rodriguez I mean, we specifically were, got out yeah, physical all game. Just yes. got manhandled and had no response for it. Yeah. Um. They you know they were playing more of a rugby game, and we were you know uh doing doing something a little more delicate that wasn't really working for us so <laughs> yeah i guess uh, mine are kind of a toss-up i sure. mean it, it directly related to it, what luke just said i i do remember screaming at the tv there at the black heart when when rodriguez he had i mean it, it was basically a 1v1 he got that great through ball and he was going for it and then he slowed down and like he could hear us yeah, like yeah. what the fuck are you doing man keep running oh oh and he starts running again we're like oh it's like a horror bastard. movie you're like no don't open that door and it, it just it just kind of like <laughs> just can't yell man it, it kind of summarizes his entire career with this team though right like he's going 50% all the time and it was very very frustrating yeah um and then right along with that i mean it has to be that second goal where Calvo just completely blows the coverage and of all the people like so many knives in the back that it's by it has to be Brandon it's Brandon by from <laughs> Minneapolis City I was just like it, it didn't hit me live either Bridget. Yeah. like it, it took it after the game I was like I think I think uh, the city Twitter account actually actually yep. they responded to Reuters tweet and I'm like hold on wait a minute and then the light bulb went off I'm like oh shit oh <laughs> you mean Brandon yeah. By and Cody Cropper and and uh, Teal Bunbury exactly. uh, sponsored uh, New England sponsored by a Minnesota uh, a Minnesota Min- company yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah of that course bananas of course it did yeah that yeah. was yeah yikes. So. Okay, so I don't know. Pick one of those two, or maybe, or maybe both. <laughs> maybe both. Bridget, do you have anything else to, you want to add to that? Uh, yeah, that second oh. goal really is the my big thing. But yeah, you know, I didn't really think of it much before the game. It was like, you know, we could have three Minnesota guys on the other side right now, and mm. I did not expect all three of them to make an impact on the game. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, and then as soon as Cropper made that save on Kelvo's header, I thought, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The other two are going to get chances, and Brandon starts running, and I just... <laughs> it's over. Whatever. Just, <laughs> I mean, he had miles of space, and Kelvo too. was gone. Oh, and Kelvo, you space. saw after it went in, Kelvo kind of turned around and looked like, 
crap, there's a whole other like 18 yards behind me. Yeah, I think I think he realized he fucked up. Yeah, Yeah, so uh, that kind of leads us into the most what the fuck moment of the game, (laughs) which is sometimes a good thing, sometimes a bad thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say the, that first revolution goal was my most what the fuck moment because Manone makes should makes that save you know 99 percent of the time and I don't know yeah. if he if he uh, if he mistimed it because of the turf if he wasn't expecting a soft header on it um, what exactly he did uh, he did make some fairly decent saves um, he did especially uh, in the second half. yeah in the second half yeah. when really when they were getting pressured yeah but that first save uh, you know that first goal was eminently savable. Did, and, and he, did he swat it down and then it took a weird bounce? I'm trying. I mean, no, it took it a weird bounce. Weird and he, he tried yeah. to go yeah. with his like outside foot hand, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 He should have went the, the closer hand. I, Something knows? like that. It was just, yeah. it was, just, it was, it was, was a weird angle. Just kind of an ugly goal. And yeah. And watching ugly. it on and yeah. re watching the highlights, I'm just like, how do you not make that <clears> save? I don't, I mean, again, I think, you know, he's not really used to playing on turf. So I think that's uh, also a, a right. like growing, you know, a growth curve that he's going to need to. A learning curve he's going to need to go through but um you know you expect someone uh, who is you know a a decent keeper to actually make that save so you know it's 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 interesting you mentioned that I, I was watching with my uruguayan compatriot that some of you guys have met at the at the football show uh pablo and and you know he's been out of the country for a while this is the, this is the first match he's seen with the mnufc 3.0 he was not impressed with Manone and was like Ooh. really focusing in on him most of the match. And was and he was watching his feet and he was just saying he is moving way too slow. His feet are not keeping up with what where his brain should be right now. Sure. Spoiler alert: uh, Manone comes up again later for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of cool yeah. just to hear that from somebody with yeah. fresh eyes. Who's watching, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Anybody else have a uh, what the fuck moment that hasn't? I mean, like, you could talk about something that's already been discussed mm-hmm. and why it's a what the fuck thing for you, but. There's just a lot of weird angles in this game. And frankly, yeah. the Revs took a lot of shots that if they'd been maybe three degrees, one way more left or right <laughs> or whatever, could have been could have gone in. Like yeah. I don't know what was what was the shot ratio between for us and them. I think they feel like I feel like they got like I I think it was something like two to one. Yeah. yeah. In in right. the Revs' yeah. favor. Right. So you know, and, yeah. and to quote Michael Scott quoting Ring Wayne Gretzky, you know, you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So <laughs> uh, so that's I don't I don't really like seeing them have that many opportunities and obviously it didn't didn't lead to a good result for us. So. Sure, yeah. Okay. Anybody else? I was I was just trying to find that moment. I remember it when doesn't Ibarra he frees up uh <laughs> Quintero, right? And just I it should have been a goal. It could have been a goal. It was like one of those moments where in any other match, if you just would have ripped it right away, yeah. that would have been a that would have been a goal. But for yeah. whatever reason, I think some one of the other defenders got in there at the last second just to close him down. But I've, I've seen that move with the team, Definitely. right? And it's just like <laughs> yep. we we know this yep. we know this works. This is your <laughs> and, thing. <laughs> and even even from that side with Miguel playing on the left instead of the right mm-hmm. you saw it coming together the way it normally does it's like he's not missing a step even being over there that was the only time though when he was able to make a play like that right the rest of the game i kind of forgot about him usually i'm focusing on him and watching how he's moving on quintero box okay usually i'm watching him box box and kind of seeing how it flows around him but mm-hmm. this this game it him and Finley, they got, they got, yeah, they had no, they had no, uh, no, no possession really. Basically, no. I think that the you know, right. New England broke the broke at the tape down really well. Um, the other thing I was I was gonna say is the um, is the uh, 
in that start, I think it was the fifth minute when you know there was a two-on-two with uh, um, Rodriguez and uh, Quintero, and all Rodriguez needed to do was pass it to Quintero, and Quintero yep. was in on goal, and he just he again was like overthinking, not thinking, I don't know what, and he decided to take him on and just easily got dispossessed. Yeah. And like the fifth minute, you know, we we very rarely score those sort of opening goals that start to like, set the pace of the match. So again, you know, back to, uh, you know, Franz Ferdinand, if you score that goal, <laughs> who the hell knows? Like, you know, butterfly flaps its wings and, you know, other shit happens, yeah, right? right. Um, I love that Franz Ferdinand is yeah. now the reference point. <laughs> if, if we score that... Damn you, Gav, little princess. Damn you! <laughs> If we score that goal, um, you know, who knows what the – again, maybe it breaks the backs of uh, New England early into the game and we open yeah. the floodgates. But uh, All right, so we move on to our official scorecard, um, which is our official match rating of the game. I'm just going to go ahead and say meh. It's <clears throat> typically what it's been. We're not getting uh, – yeah, I'm going to actually talk about penalties in a little bit here on um, another thing. But, uh, yeah. All I can say is I felt a little bit better today. I actually I, I went through at least the highlights of every single match from the weekend all around MLS yeah. just to kind of get a sense of how other teams are looking and playing. And we're, we're a lot worse than some of the best teams in the league, but we certainly did not shit the bed like some other ones did that I, like, I think we'll be talking about later. So I'm, I feel better about us. Uh, in you know, in sort of in context of everything else that's oh, going yeah. on right now, we're but, not San uh, Jose or, or Colorado. Colorado. Or Montreal, that's or Montreal, the one I was. Or Montreal. That's or, the one yeah. I was thinking. Or right. RSL. Yeah. So I don't. I don't feel like I need to like you know wear a paper bag over my head as right. you know being too embarrassed to be a fan in public. But uh, but at the same time, I, I still keep coming back to like this is three points we should have had. Oh, for sure. So Definitely. we'll we'll yeah. see. I mean, it's still yeah. early. There's still yeah. a lot we, of season. We slipped on the banana peel for yeah. sure. Definitely. Um, all right, so the next Freddie Adu for our uh, star of the game. Um, does anybody have uh, any nominations for the Freddie Adu star of the game? Is it a Minnesota player or a New England player? I mean, yeah. or, or a Minneapolis almost, City player? I, I almost went that way. Luke, Luke, <laughs> likes to, uh, Luke likes to nominate the best player on the pitch, and, and normally yeah. we talk about the best uh, Minnesota player. I don't, no. I don't know if there it was gets a complicated. good Minnesota player. Um, well. Yeah, I mean, I would say just – In what would, color? Yeah, Ethan. Define Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, I'd say Ethan Finley for actually getting out and playing most of a game. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. He did not have a great game. No. Um, but, you know, he was actually out there and, and played and – you know, it didn't look absolutely terrible. But I, yeah. also, he wasn't getting any service, as was Ibarra. You know, honestly, um, I, I think I'd give it to Opara. I thought okay. of, yeah. of, of the defenders, he was pretty solid. He you had know, some. Agadello walked around him in that uh, for that goal. <laughs> or, well, <laughs> you know. I guess that. Yeah. But I mean, still, Everyone that's had at least I mean, one it's, moment. It's, that's true. Yeah, I, I just, it's, uh, it's relative. Let's put yeah, it that no, way. No, I just remember yeah. a lot of heading clearances. Sure. At, yes. I think I counted at yeah. least three that were like. Right on, yeah, like spectacularly definitely. on, especially in, with some of the corners and things and, and set pieces. So sure, yeah. he was. You're right about that one, but I'd give it to but him. That's her. I mean, it's it's all relative in this in this particular <laughs> match. <laughs> you know, can all we can't play San Jose and Vancouver every single game. Apparently, oh, if only. Yeah. Anybody else have any anybody they want to talk well, about? Metner was right up there too. Yeah. I mean, he also had some yep. bad moments, yep. but he also had some of those big plays where. It shut him down early, and if he had missed it, it would have been a, a plan. Can we talk about that first goal just for a quick second? Because sure, I, I think okay, Finley is is we can spread the blame around basically, right? Definitely, but it mostly lands on Finley, right? Or how do you feel? Because I feel like Metinier, he should have been there. He should have seen that runner, right. but it was Finley's it does guy. Start up, it starts up front. 
Always. Okay. Yeah. They every single good play that they had was a counter that could have been easily shut down in mm. midfield. Yeah. I just seem to remember that Mitnero was covering somebody, but he should have yeah. had that, you know, the peripheral to be like, Oh fuck, he missed it. Yep. This guy's <laughs> this guy's this guy's way more wide open yep. than yeah. the other guy that I'm that I'm marking. Um that yeah, somebody else that, you know, whoever Boxel can pick up or some or whatever. Yeah. So um, okay, well, then we have the, uh, the next Freddie Adu, uh, Freddy Adu Award for the shittiest player of the game. So, who is the uh, shittiest player of the game? This one's hard. I mean, <laughs> I, it's too many to name, right? I mean, there's a, a lot of people, but uh, does anybody have anybody that they feel particularly uh, had a particularly God. shitty match? Um, I mean, I can go first if you guys want me to, because I do because that, that'll make it easier for me. I, think. I got, yeah, I got, just, I got, yeah, eliminate him. I got Vito. I got Minone. Okay. Um, the, like I said, that first goal um, was was clearly on him, a hundred percent on him in terms of like that he should have made that save. Like right, right. You're right, Manera and Finley. Let you know, let a guy sort of get a get an angle. But yeah. again, he was just it was. It was a it was an angle was a that Minone should have made the save on. So he just he sort of shut the bet on that one, and then. Um, his distribution in this game, then this is goes to sort of I think what when I look at go watch goalkeepers, especially in MLS, is like is distribution. And if you and you know this maybe comes being uh, um, blessed with watching uh, Allison every weekend for Liverpool <laughs> and like how much how he distributes the ball for the most yeah. part. Uh, I just wish you'd do that with Brazil. Yeah, would, <laughs> I know, right? Eric's a big Eric's a, a Brazil soccer player, Brazil fan, so we'll we'll talk about that a little bit too. Uh, I guess the you know. He just his distribution was terrible, yeah. and it, it was terrible in the way that um, you know. And I think it partially wasn't his fault, and that Rodriguez was getting beaten up all over the place by by those long you know long balls that Menone was uh, was you know hitting. But then he also Menone needs to realize that he did do a better job in the second half. I think where his distribution was more short um, yeah. to try to maintain the possession. I mean, I know. That's Heath wants some of those long. He wants those long balls from the goalkeeper to sort of set up. And Rodriguez should theoretically be able to take that ball down, hold it, distribute it off to a Cantero or a Barra or Finlay or whomever to you know create that run. But he was just getting you know Rodriguez was just getting his ass kicked, yeah. and Manone um, just did not recognize it for the longest time. So that was why I would say I give it to him. Um, I think he's generally been okay and a, a fairly good keeper. I think he's an upgrade over Bobby for us, but. Um, this game, he did not did not shine shine well on him. So that's a good one. I think related to that, we should mention too. I mean, it it says it all right there, right? That we were trying to play the long ball game, and the midfield was just out of it, collapsed. Where was Gregush, man? Yeah, yeah, didn't and, see him. And Alonso, yeah. for that matter. Right. I only saw him when he was getting manhandled. Yeah, which is yeah. weird because I thought you know he's supposed to be kind of a you know kind of the wrecking crew guy yeah. uh, back there. But, it, you know, he was the one He did wrecked. manage to get a yellow in the second half, yeah. but it was yeah. a pretty gentle one, and he just kind of waved his yeah. hand and walked like, right yeah, away. All right, and it was, all right fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean. to make the donuts. Yeah. <laughs> it, somebody's got to have Calvo. So it, it's, it's like a, it's a toss-up between Calvo and, and Rodriguez for me, and I could go either way. Go ahead, talk about both of them if you want, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, also, yeah. I, also, I also had Rodriguez Cal, as one of mine, for so. just for the second goal specifically, but just in general, just making very poor decisions, not playing his position, pretending he's a forward or a midfielder or anything but having defending responsibilities. It's it's the same fucking story. We've been talking about this for three years with him. Yeah. Um, and you I, know, go ahead. It, I, 
Am I wrong? Did I see some scuttlebutt? I mean, you know, Twitter is always what it is. But like, some scuttle- why is Calvo the team captain? That's a great question. Like, why why is this guy got the armband right now? Because he's not an on-field leader. I was at like. I was actually at Blackheart today, and someone asked me, "Would that be too much of a like? Would you guys just lose your shit for twenty five minutes of talking about?" You know, is should, should Calvo be the captain? And if not, like I don't who, think at all he should. Who be. should be the captain? No. Either so. Alonzo or maybe Opara. I, I think yeah. I get to Alonzo first. I was telling I was yeah. telling the guy I was talking to like I I it would not surprise me if Alonzo or Opara or both have the have the band when Calvo's gone during Gold Cup and yep. they don't and he they keep it after he gets back. So. That's they've only tried giving it to someone else when he's gone. Yeah, and that was. Boxall and Coleman. Yeah. Yep. That's why right. Coleman did have it. Mm-hmm. Right. And he just happened to have a really shitty game <laughs> in large part because of everybody else. Yeah. So our baby boy Brent. We don't we don't disparage <laughs> baby boy Brent on, <laughs> on this Who podcast. got playing time? We should mention. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he got fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes, 15 minutes in this game. In so. yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh. Okay. So yeah. this <laughs> shitty game. So yeah. In the rear view and then Rodriguez for those reasons we already talked about. All everything that yeah we basically just shed on Rodriguez for uh. 25 minutes so man, cool. he, i mean he just man he looks so out of shape doesn't he, looks, he look out of shape he looks slow yeah, i've he said this a few times but he runs how he looks when he runs like i feel when I'm <laughs> running. and that's not that is not a good thing <laughs> he, that's amazing is he, is he like moonlighting a second job at like some you know desk job <laughs> like you know living like me just like yeah Time to eat some more donuts at my desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I just don't know. And yeah, the fact that he was just getting bullied by um, guys who he's, who he's bigger than. Yeah, that, that, that was just, that was discouraging. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Everyone kind of knew that. And I didn't think about it much until just through today, probably looking at it more closely. But New England knew he was going to be starting. They've mm-hmm. had two weeks mm-hmm. to think he's most likely going to be the one starting yeah so I their keep... entire game was pretty much shut him down shut quintero down yep. Yep. and you're good yeah and that's exactly how and exactly like, how it went up until this weekend new england was kind of the most dysfunctional team yep. in oh yeah. oh yeah in, in many ways and we just gave him a huge shot <laughs> on and off the field yeah and then you know granted some other clubs completely just <laughs> disgraced themselves this weekend too. So yeah. It's, well, uh, New England hadn't scored a goal. A new at, race to the bottom. New England hadn't scored a goal at home all year. No, like no. that was how bad they, they had been. So. With, with a player like this, though, I just keep thinking like if it, if it wasn't for the coach, I mean, there's that direct line to Adrian Heath, right? This is his guy. This is this was the move. This was his thing, right? This is his player. But in any other league, there is no way this fool would be around after the way he's been playing. He'd be gone i just can't imagine oh, him in a south american he league easily, he's been sitting on the bench league, he wouldn't, he, oh, yeah. he wouldn't be making the 18 he's gone yeah he wouldn't even be making the 18 like um uh, yeah it's it is it's if a an, it's, if it's anybody a else makes one mistake they're benched oh brent coleman yeah. is the classic, classic example exactly. of that. like <laughs> yes. makes one mistake and yeah he finds his ass riding on the he, bench and uh yeah um, he made eye contact the wrong way early <laughs> on and yeah. year one the uh <laughs> the, yeah the funny joke is like we figured like we figured clearly uh miguel um did something with Adrian Heath's wife and they just needed yeah. it. But, but here's the thing. Common videotaped it and I, I think Adrian for some reason can't forgive the videotaping. I think that is where he has the biggest consternation is the videotaping of the thing with Adrian Heath's wife. I, I, just, so. I mean, because Miguel is such a nice 
pious young man. I just, I just I can't, <laughs> you can't say anything and bad. He's such a, and he sounds like he's so shy. Like, and nice. I know it's like, a bit, but I can't yeah, do it. I just I can't go there. <laughs> I'm just not seeing it. That's yeah. that's that's, that's yeah. the best part of the bit. So. Yeah, I, I just, like, yeah, he probably did make eye contact at the wrong time. Yeah, it really is it. All right, uh, so Minnesota United uh, didn't have a ton of news. Um, but let's go through the other United news. So oh, uh, we have there's new uh, brew hall hours finally got posted this evening. Did they finally yes. get today? Yes. So okay, well, let, jump. Why don't you tell us about that? I well, I don't last have I, it in front of me. Well, last I heard, April 18th was like they wouldn't actually open the brew hall to the public on non game days until April 18th. Oh, Bridget sucks. is going to look it up. Yeah. I will. I'll vamp for a little bit here on the microphone. Yeah. Um, Darwin Quintero officially received his green card, so that's great. That frees right. up an international spot, which is excellent, especially you know as we end toward go toward the ends of the of the um, first transfer window here, and then the next one opens up in uh, I think July, right? Late late June, early July. Um, the Development Academy went to Germany. They posted uh, mm-hmm. Minnesota United oh, posted cool. a bunch of pictures about that. Um, also, they started their season. They start their season uh, weird times, but uh, the U15s were in Cincinnati. Lost to a Cincinnati team last weekend. They play. All the teams, I think, I believe, play again on the 13th, and they all play up at the National Sports Center. Have you guys, you guys ever been to a development uh, team game? No, they're kind of fun, and uh, if you can get like a group of people and you do some chants and stuff, like the parents fucking love it, and yeah. they, they love oh, you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we were up nice. a couple years ago, me and BKG and a couple, and like uh, Bruce uh, McGuire were up there, and, and we were like just cheering for the guys oh. and in our dark, I, you know, dark clouds. The I, I think I saw the photos. I just yeah. I'd be escorted yeah. away by the police if I tried that. But, yeah, uh, yeah t goes up there a lot, and they do. Uh, Did Miss me bring a flare once for, for the kids? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, so. Uh, I mean, so, man, if I was 15 years old, oh, and yeah. like flares, be like, this is the fucking us. best. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's pretty much what all I got for other United? Did you Your find horn. the? Uh, I did. Okay. All right, here all we right. go. Breaking so, news, guys! On that was broke on Twitter earlier today. Drink at seven on the in the 18th, morning, which is a Thursday, 4 p.m. to 10. Friday, 11 to 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And on Saturday and Sunday, 7 a.m. to 10. Okay. All right. So that's all. That's Thursday the week through, after Thursday the opener. Sunday. So yeah, they're, right now they're planning on being open Thursday through Sundays. That or sucks. why yeah. would they open this weekend? I don't know. The hell, it's because yeah, like, yeah, dude, yeah, this yeah, fucking yeah. team. I don't. Know. <laughs> hey, but you know what? They uh, did take. They did take the fence team. down. Oh, they did. Finally. Oh, I I just on my way here, I may have driven through the lot just <laughs> oh. because. I nice. Could. Excellent. So the fence is down. <laughs> so you know, go. Uh, yeah, go Whip take some donuts I, out there. I turned in there and fully. <laughs> Actually, don't do that after yeah. what happened in Hastings. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Let's, no donuts anywhere near soccer-related no. fields or anything. Yeah. Not the only the donuts town. we want to see are for eating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so now we're going to jump into our Better Know Loon segment. We don't, uh, we're not going to talk about any loons, so it's going to talk to Eric and Bridget. So Eric, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, he runs the it's part of the Minnesota football show. Um, Bridget is, uh, I think we've mentioned this on the podcast before, uh, part of MLS Female. Um, so I don't know. I just wanted to find out. You want you guys talk a little bit about what you're doing because this is a, a good chance for you to promote that and to a, maybe an audience that might not might not read you or listen to you guys. So. Um, Eric, you want to start? Talk about, talk about, give us a little history of the uh, Minnesota football show and, sure. and all that fun stuff. Yeah, uh, so ninety-eight point nine FM on the on the dial, uh, ten a.m. on Saturday mornings, ten to eleven. Uh, we're coming up on our, I guess it's close to the one-year anniversary. We, nice. we started right around May, right before the World Cup started. We wanted to okay. get in before the World Cup last year, um, and yeah, we're 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 branching out a little bit. We're starting to do. Uh, some live streams from the Black Heart during matches, post matches. We're going to try and keep that moving as the season continues. So you'll be able to find one or a few of us out there. Uh, there we have a crew of about 
five. So I don't think everybody's going to be in the same place at the same time, but at least a few of us will be out there and post-match. Cool. And we're, we're just kind of looking for that immediate reaction because, it's you know, doing recaps is, is one thing, but, like, we want to hear... The visceral. Yeah. Ho- hopefully happiness, but I'm sure there's going to be David a lot Zeller of anger. Kinda, D- David Zeller was on the last one. Can it be like and screaming and yelling? TV Which, but that's what we like, want. That's yes. kind of what it is. That's exactly what it is. Drunken rants. But also fuck Arsenal TV. For sure. Yeah. But in a way, yes, that's that's kind of the vibe is we want a very punk rock, very kind of, you know... Whatever happens, happens type of thing. And then, and then in, in studio, we're a little bit more disciplined. A little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I got to say, the, stra- the strawberry wine you made is amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, this is cool. the first harvest from uh, wow. from last year. This would be the, the 2018 yeah. harvest. Make, Eric. Making soccer broadcasts, making <laughs> yeah. wine. This dude's this dude's trying. Anything. Yeah, he's, he's, a, yeah he's, a, he's, a, he's a winery. I feel like a bum now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, then Bridget, like why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, MLS Female, how you got involved with that, and uh, you know, sort of what you guys are working on going yeah. forward. Uh, so this is my second season with MLSfemale.com. Go check it out. Um, I started when, I think it was Robert or one of the other Dark Clouds happened to retweet their call looking for, hey, United is actually going somewhere in year two. We need a writer out there. And so, on a whim, I applied and started writing for them, covering United. A little bit from the press box and a little bit from the stands, because I still want to be down in the section with everybody. Um, So we do... It's MLS from the female perspective. We all started off as fans. So it's a pretty kind of relaxed, not overly professional, clean writing, but... Um, we we just like to have fun with it, kind of write about what we see and what we're what we're doing with the team. So nice. You used yeah. to write for the Daves, I know. Yes, when I did. The Daves, I know, had a website <laughs> way back in the when day. <laughs> oh, we still have a website. We just don't we don't actually post content on it anymore, <laughs> other, than, yes. other than this fucking podcast. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I feel like I maybe also, also like tweeted that at you. I was like, hey, probably check, check yeah. this out. Like we're not really we're not really writing shit anymore. So <laughs> you are a good writer. You, sh- you should you should Be write. Free. Yeah, you should Be write. Free you should write other right. shit. Uh, other shit at better places uh, <laughs> that you know potentially have give you some access to the fucking team, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think there, there's yeah. never going to be a Dave's I know press pass, is there? Oh, God. that would be. <laughs> right. That would be amazing. I need to. I need to fucking apply for one. You really should. Or I, I think I have a plan. I, I can't say it here. We'll do it off the air. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. It'll ruin it. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> off the air. Off, off the pod. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's. It took me a while to get that pass the first season because I'm like, hey, I've written like one thing for MLS female. It's the thing that says, hey, I'm writing for MLS female now, <laughs> and I've also written this thing called Scarves Up, and you stole the name, by the way. And, you know. Yeah, interesting. Hey, can I get into the press box? And I still want to go sit in the stands. Yeah, sometimes. Bridget wrote a really good thing that. for uh, for the Daves about like, the Columbus Crew situation, and oh, yeah. uh, that blew up like hardcore. That's, yeah, that was that was that was amazing. Those are amazing probably piece. the best uh, numbers. Yeah. That I have to this day, <laughs> so. And um, yeah, and Luke, I guess I don't want to leave you out, man. But do you want you want to? chat up your law firm or anything <laughs> um personal injury attorneys not, or probably not well uh, the I'm, legal rundown uh yeah so I, or sorry you can do the wig and wig out if you want for you uh know. there's nothing worth talking about okay. honestly yeah 
Yeah, the the biggest the biggest news in Wigan is that the uh, the rivals down the road, the Bolton Wanderers, are like going into massive bankruptcy. And, oh, like, I saw that. Yeah. Like, so and it's it's you know the Schadenfreude has kind of faded and everyone's yeah. kind of like, oh shit, that sucks. So okay, yeah, that's about it. Cool. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So we got the. Uh, if you get hurt at work, call me. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Uh, all right. So we have the uh, Ford Madtown Brodown. Yeah. Uh, this is when we talk about uh, Madison Ford Madison FC. FC. Sorry. Um, is it SC or FC? FC. FC. Okay. I have like four fucking scarves from that team, like from the the, the flock, the supporters groups, and the team. Like I should probably recognize that. Can we mention um, that you guys are drinking the uh, flamingo? Oh beer? yeah, so Luke yes. uh, Luke brought found flamingo beer. Flamingo beer. <laughs> we'll get um, photos up. Bells. It's from Bells. It's called a flamingo fruit fight, and it's a uh, it's a tart. It's a tart fruit ale. It's tart. real tart. It yeah. is real wow. tart. It's too delicious. Much for me. Yeah. Goodbye, tooth enamel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so our friends down in uh, in Madison, um, they played a game against a college team, uh, Marquette in Milwaukee uh, last weekend. They were actually, uh, or I think it was maybe on Thursday or something like that. They USL season started um, uh, this past this weekend, past. and uh, so this segment is like basically just keeping check on the loons that are down there. Um, they played Marquette in Milwaukee. They won four to one. Uh, all the loons played, uh, got minutes, including Dane St. Clair, um, who I'm not sure if he's going to, I don't know. You have any thoughts on whether he's going to stay on loan there? Because they just signed another, uh, another young goalkeeper. Yes. Um, mm. He is going to stay on loon, loan down there. Loon down there. <laughs> well, I see what you did there. I, yeah. don't know. I did not do that intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate puns. <laughs> I'm not sure about St. Clair. It's a good bet. Considering that we have depth here, I can't really see Heath going to a third string keeper. Um, mm-hmm. And he would be fourth in Madison, mm. but w- the first string, Ryan Coulter, is also player coach. Yeah, the goalkeeper coach. So technically, he'd be third string. Sure. There. So it's it's kind of a toss up with him. I could see him kind of going back and forth. But Toy, Olmsberg, Manley are probably going to be down there pretty regularly. Toy scored a goal on the so. weekend uh, yes. against Marquette. Um, yep. And I, I listened to uh, – there's a, a Ford Madison podcast. I think it's called Let Me Be Forward, and I listened to them, and they're fucking raving about Mason Toy. Like, they really love Mason Toy. I think he's going to – I think he's going to just crush USL competition, which can only be good for his confidence. Obviously, it's yeah. not as good as MLS competition, yeah. but you know, goal scorers need confidence, and I think just him being down there for an entire year – yeah. Um, he'll absolutely crush it. So. Or, or or less. Dot May. dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, or if we uh, cut bait Dude. on that uh, that albatross hanging over Heath's neck. Um, That's I was gonna say. It depends on how much eye contact he's made with Heath or, hey. or Heath's wife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, he was involved too. There was three of them. Yeah. Um, and so what? You, I think uh, I'm guessing uh, you threw this other note in here, uh, Bridget, on Madison. Yep. Uh, so with. Manly and Almsburg, I would think it's a good shot that they'll be sticking around out there. Um, they lost an attacking mid in, I think, like the second or third preseason game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Tenorio went out with a knee injury, had surgery. He's probably, I, I haven't heard for sure, I would think, out for the season. Um, so there's definitely some room. You, I'm still trying to figure out the USL roster rules, like how many they can have teams you can get away with having less than 18, although they do have 18 now. Okay. Hmm. Give her, yeah, 19, 20. Um, it's, 
the whole USL yeah. three. <laughs> I, but nothing's, nothing's going to prevent them from but bringing players in from other teams. Definitely not. No. So they, they're more um, likely. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a good bet that we'll see some more, some more time from the loons down there. Cool. <laughs> All right. Oh, fuck it. Um, <laughs> fuck it. Let's do it live. Uh, all right. So uh, tactical schmactical. So we're going to talk about the game upcoming. Uh, this is the last uh, Minnesota's last uh, away match of this five game trip. Um, they play the New York Thank Bread God. Bowls in in New Jersey. Um, and then they come back home to Allianz. Um we have a fun segment that I'm bringing back called Let's Bet This, which is uh, the Bread Bowls are uh, uh, minus 175 to win, uh, draw is plus 330, and Minnesota United is plus 450 to oh, win. If you so don't know how gambling works, I'm just going to explain question. it to you. Um, if you uh, bet $175 uh, on Bread Bowls to win, you would win $100. If you bet $100 on Minnesota United to win, you would win $450. It's basically how it works. So if we're doing can I, it, in, can I do it in less than hundred dollar increments? I mean, just just <laughs> remove zeros. It's really fucking easy. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's why we do it. That's why we do it in hundreds. Um, okay, just I just get a little, you know. Get yeah. So when we're talking about basically, Minnesota is like a four and a half. Yeah, Red Bulls are are okay. sort of like you know, well, I guess without kind of exactly what that would be. It's like uh, you know. If this is horse two, racing, like we'd two be two to one. Two. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So basically, I like that. Yeah. So, okay. right. so yeah, we basically be like a nine to two uh, favorite to win on the road. Um, let's talk about who's good with uh, uh, the bread bowls and who wants to start with uh, the good guys or the good players on this shitty team. <laughs> that's the, that's. I mean, you said it right there. That's what's difficult about this because I mean, preseason. But you guys did it, by the way. Amazing preseason coverage. I can't believe you took like 15, 20 minutes with every fucking team in the league. Oh, God, dude, we were hammered. That was hammered. like a three and a half hour episode. <laughs> yeah, and we were hammered. I listened to it over three days, man. <laughs> yeah, it was like... It was, it three was the, three days. Was traffic. Yeah. Three it was, days. It was the Ben-Hur of preseason podcasts. And we were incredible. like... We were like thousands. We were like mostly right. That's the kind of the crazy well, yeah, thing. Yeah. We referenced it on the show, too. I'm just like... We don't have time for this. Go back and yeah, listen to the right. Daves covering yeah. every team in MLS because they they take yeah. care of this. Go drive to Duluth, <laughs> and they'll they'll be getting around to San Jose They're about the time. Yeah. Get to the, like, Once you get to Duluth, well, yeah, you'll get be we'll be hitting the Western Conference, and then you can listen to the Western Conference yeah. on the way back home. It from was Duluth. it was impressive. It was impressive. Thank you. Well, but thank having, you. having said that, and and you and so preseason, we're we're looking at this team. And where they were last year, and like, oh god, these guys are going to destroy everybody. This is yep. one of the top teams. They got a solid back line. They got good mid- midfield. BWP can destroy the ball, put it in the net. Who's going to take them down? And all they're, of a sudden, fast. Go ahead. You they're can, they're less than the sum of their parts. I, I think that's yeah. it. Because here we are, a month later, and we're like, they lost to Orlando and Chicago. They lost to Orlando at home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on on an own goal. Yeah. <laughs> so and I gotta say, I was bored to tears watching that Chicago game. I forced myself to watch the twenty five minute condensed highlights today in the gym. <laughs> just oh god. I made yeah, it through it a few just, minutes. It was just then, ADD nightmare yeah. for me. Like, hey, is there something shiny I can look at instead <laughs> somewhere? And yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, that doesn't necessarily answer the question, but it's sure. kind of like. It would, you know, we could have picked out these individual players a month ago and praised them all, but now it's like, I, yeah, I mean, Phillips didn't even show up last week. <laughs> so Robles, I, he's an interesting goaltender. I mean, he's he's not a top tier goaltender at this point. I don't think he's certainly above replacement value, and I noticed that yeah. he does force people. He positions himself that in a way that forces people coming at him to take shots at weird angles 
and that yep. that cuts down on scoring to some extent. I mean, he did a relatively good job in Chicago and forced him to take a lot of weird angle shots that didn't pan out for him. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's not a he's not a world beater goalkeeper at all. No. Uh, you can you can score on him. Yeah. Um and Chicago did. Yeah. You know. Yep. Relatively lackluster <laughs> game, I don't know. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah, I guess I'll just echo sort of what you're saying. I mean, BWP is obviously good. Alex Mule and Daniel Royer have been were great last year for the team. Aaron Long was the twenty eighteen MLS Defender of the Year. Like there's these team has all lots those names. Of, yeah, yeah. Lots yeah. of really good players on their team. Um again, you know, it's goes back to sort of uh you know, what have you done for me lately? And that's kind of what MLS is, is what have you done for Pretty me much. lately? So um uh yeah. So I, I get the feeling it. it's gonna be a midfield tussle. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, which is I mean that's not our strong. Suit. Which is great because they well they don't have Tyler Adams anymore yeah, either. Which okay, is, right. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's nobody's. Okay. It's nobody's strong suit. Yeah. Oh great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, Bridget, do you have any anything you want to add to the uh, who's good? Um, it's not really about who's good on this one. You want you want to transition like? into who sucks? Yeah. Let's just get to the shit talking. You start, you start right. with who sucks, Bridget. Want, yeah, kick us off here. Well, and I can't even just... Based on last week, I can't even just pick off a name here and there. Yeah. Everyone kind of fell apart, uh, which is kind of the same as with our game. So, uh, I feel like this match is going to be a thing where whichever team is able to kind of string things together, they'll make it work. Or it could just be a matter of whichever one makes the the last stupid decision or the mm-hmm. last little mistake is going to be the one who loses. Yeah. That sounds about right. So, I mean, I so once their back line, I was not real impressed with watching that Chicago game. Um, they, uh, Chicago got a lot of shots at weird yeah. angles because of the way Robles kind of positioned himself yep. when they're coming at them. And they but, can't clear the ball. Like, yeah, they couldn't clear there. very well. I just I wasn't really impressed with that back line at all. You know, that might be something where can you know maybe Darwin Quintero has one of his trademark games where he can uh, work a little bit of his devilry there in the box right. and uh, spin some dudes around and maybe get a weird shot in. So yeah, <clears throat> we talked about this. Uh, Martin and I did last week when we talked about sort of surprises and. You know what? Like, what was the like? Why is Atlanta sucking right now? Which I you know, ha, 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 fuck those guys. <laughs> um, and we, you know, was like, was it? Was it? Is it Tata? Is it Almiron? This is another sort of a, another sort of classic example. Like, maybe Tyler Adams is way more important to this team than we thought he was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that is a. It's very like been very demonstrable by the yeah. uh, by their results. Again, like they haven't scored in uh, two games. Um, they scored five goals so far this year. Four against San Jose. Everybody scores at least three goals against San Jose. <laughs> yeah. They have one other goal in, in MLS play. Um, so, yeah. And then, and, you know, the Red Bulls have this, you know, tradition or, or sort of team ethos of selling off their best player. Um, yep. They've done it with Sasha Question, Dax McCarty, Matt Biazga, and someone magically steps up and takes the, the mantle and inserts, inserts himself as you know, an unknown or, you know, a, a player that's been cast off and steps up and plays well. Maybe this is the year, um, you know, Jesse Marsh is gone uh, playing with, you know, he's coaching over at Leipzig with uh, Tyler Adams and Chris Armas, his assistant stepped up. Maybe this is the finally the year where that, that sort of magic streak of them finding a, a good player, Aaron Long coming out of nowhere last year is a great example of like, you know, right. someone stepping up. Maybe this is finally the year where 
Yeah, that just doesn't happen. I wonder if we can't trace this too to the CONCACAF Champions League. I feel like that last yeah. match was so demoralizing yeah. to go in halftime leading 2-0 and then give up three goals in 15 minutes after halftime. Is just Wasn't like, that at home too? I think it was. It was at, yes, yeah, it was, it, was. In, it was in in New Jersey. It so. was. I mean, that's yeah. brutal. Yeah, and I'm maybe that's part of it. They just have not recovered from that. Well, you know what happens when you know people need a pickup? They play Minnesota United. <laughs> it just seems to happen in the we'll schedule. Segway. Yes, we it just seems to happen you. happen in the schedule. Yeah. So good bully on bully yeah. on New York. They get us coming to town. So we're, we're like group therapy. Like New York, New you know New England Rabs are at each other's throats. Yeah. And like guys, guys, everybody relax. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Minnesota's coming. <laughs> so I, so I, so I tell this. So I don't know if I've told the story. So there's this uh, years and years ago when I was in college. I was dating this girl. We dated for about a year, maybe a little bit more. I bought tickets to a, a show. We went to the show at First Ave. Um, was it Limp Bizkit? It was not Limp Bizkit. <laughs> it was it was it was Bright Eyes. It was Bright Eyes and the Faint because I you know I was a hipster college kid. Uh, she goes. She comes to the show. Um, she actually forgets her ID. So like we literally have to like my buddy runs home, gets her ID and with her, comes back, go to the show. We watch the show. Uh, she, we leave the show or I'm dropping her off. Cause then me and my buddy are going to go to a different party. She's like, I need to talk to you. Um, and she like breaks up with me mm. after literally having come to the show, forgotten her ID, gone back, got her ID, come back to the show. This is a band. This is a band that I absolutely love. It was on a, a record that he was touring that I absolutely, it's one of his best records of all time. Um, and uh, so I was like, oh, fuck, that's terrible. <laughs> and I went to the party and was just like, really, really depressed. Um, still was really depressed the next day. Then the next day, I actually had tickets to a uh, Rilo Kylie concert very, the very next night at, again, it was first half. <laughs> <laughs> it was not Limp Bizkit. Anyways, <laughs> I, I, didn't go to the show. A buddy of mine had a bachelor party that was at a club in downtown. So I just literally, like, they, they kept calling me. I was like, oh, fuck it, whatever. I'll go downtown. Went downtown, um, started, went to this dance club. Uh, I think it was, uh, I can't remember what the hell the name of the dance club that's on the corner of Washington, or not Washington, but uh, uh, First Avenue and where the light rail is now it's it's been oh, it's like I know it's been like yeah. 15 different iterations it, it was aqua i think it was aqua or oh, no was God, it what aqua, aqua. it yeah. might have been aqua it was something like that anyways yeah. i go in um and i just i see my buddies end up like running into these girls these girls are like oh you want to dance i'm like oh yeah sure started dancing with these girls and you know hit it off with a few of them and uh find out that they were there for the rilo kylie concert that i didn't go to ended up going back to their hotel room and had my first ever three-way the day after I got broken up, and that's what playing Minnesota is like. You know, the day after you get broken up, is you get you get you get to have your you get to have your first three. I was waiting for the tie-in. That was that was that was that was good. I give it snaps. So that was that was nice. That was about uh, say that was about fifteen years ago, but So yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of what playing Minnesota is like. It's your first three way after you get dumped by your by your girlfriend. So. Uh, That's how you do a tie-in, man. Hell yeah! Wow. Listen, right. listen. This is this right. is uh, impressive. I'm 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 a professional. Uh, Clearly, yeah. yeah <laughs> the problem is that every team that Minnesota faces in the near future yeah. has had that breakup recently. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty every much. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know if I'll ever be able to feel anything again. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> Ninety yeah. minutes later, doing blow yeah. off a hooker's butt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, all right, so after that, uh, awesome. Uh, I shouldn't be alone right now. 
So how how should Minnesota United play uh, the Bread Bulls in New York? Uh, who wants to Who wants to kick it off here on how you should play them? Oh, how we should play them? You. All right. Opportunistically. There you go. Okay. Just try try to try not to That's make a word. mistakes. That's a word. Try to make them make mistakes. Exactly. Maybe you'll get lucky. Okay. Maybe you'll go to a Limp Biscuit. I mean, Riley Kelly concert. And <laughs> See, I didn't go to the concert. That's great. kind of the whole point. That's is that right. I did go so to the concert. So it might as well have been Limp Biscuit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It'll be interesting to see who lines up. I'm curious who's going to start at striker. If it, yeah. For Minnesota or for, for Minnesota? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you definitely, you definitely could tell from the, uh, in, you know, after the the match against LA, Heath didn't really sort of like call people by name, but he definitely said there's one or two people who you know needed to sit down, and we speculated that it was it was Schuler and possibly Romario Ibarra, and conveniently enough, they had traveled. For yeah. international duty, Schuler yep. they got traveled, a beat didn't, up. didn't really play. Uh, uh, Romario played, um, and they were conveniently left home. So it's quite possible that those were the two that you know he was thinking of. We were worried that it was Miguel Ibarra. Yeah, but yeah. to their credit, though, they they did get a little minor injuries in, in their interna- over their international breaks. Yeah, that's true. Nothing serious, but yeah, sure, it was convenient. Let's say. So I'm just gonna say, so you know, Red Bull has sort of been known in the past sort of you know five six years or whatever for um their press uh last year they pressed their way to the supporter shield again just you know i know that they love you know supporter shield out there in in new jersey um but this year but no trophies yeah more trophies <laughs> just the shield just no yeah. trophies. trophy that doesn't folks, really exist folks, why would you want a trophy when you can have a shield <laughs> yeah it's amazing it's fantastic you wouldn't even believe it we've got so many shields yeah um but this year they've been uh much less pressy um and chicago last weekend basically like seeded possession and basically said Attack us and see what you can do. Um, Minnesota and then, sorry, Chicago. Then you know, inevitably, the Red Bulls fucked up. Chicago then either countered or they played long balls mm-hmm. um, over the top uh, and gave them. I mean, I, you you're right. It was a terrible, terrible game Ugh. because it was just that all the fucking time. Yep. But hey, man, that <laughs> they, fucking they worked. Out for three points. That fucking worked. And if Adrian Heath is a smart man. He's not a smart man, but if he was a smart man, uh, he should have watched what Vyoko uh, Panovic did and put together for a game plan and just do the exact same thing. We have the pieces for that. We have like literally have all the pieces for. So you'd have fullbacks bombing. You'd have fullbacks bombing. Uh, yeah, you'd have uh, Alonso like blowing Alonso and Gregus blowing, pe- blowing people mm-hmm. shit up. Gregus making long passes. You know, um, onto onto hopefully Quintero, Ibarra, and Ibarra. Um, Rodriguez sits his ass on the fucking bench again. Um, I would actually play Coleman over Boxo because um, uh, the Rebels are not a not an aerial team. They're not mm-hmm. going to be crossing. Um, they like to do sort of the same thing that Minnesota does, which is sort of finesse the yep. ball on the ground. And I think, in my estimation, Coleman is way better at that than than Boxel. So that's how I he can bring out the the sliding tackles in the box. Yeah, exactly. I'd exactly. love to see Metinier have a great game. Yeah, Same. he yes. he could have a breakout game for him where he's really. And I can't remember. Uh, I think it was uh, I think it was Schiefer uh, Decker's uh, most recent post about the match, and he, where he basically compared the San Jose Vancouver games uh, and how show their passing, yeah, match. show their passing and how yeah. much they got forward versus the last two games, yeah. and where how they're basically they weren't getting forward at all. Exactly. Um, yeah, this team, you know, needs the those two guys to be attacking, to be creating chances, um, and and you know, not having stuff come into our final third. Right. I think that. The main thing is they need to be thinking about attacking and not worrying about the defense. Because if you looking at some of the quotes, like 
post-game interviews on this one from Apara. He said going into the locker room, it was, if we cannot concede a goal in the second half, we'll win this game. And that's mm. what they go in there thinking about, and they concede a goal. Yeah. So if they go in actually trying to attack, which is – the game plan, the first two games of the season where they were just trying to score. Yeah. Trying to create those chances. I don't care if this team gives up 70 fucking goals. If they score exactly. 110, it's they're going exactly. they're going to be a playoff team, yep. right? Like, yep. it's, it, it's, it's basic numbers. And, you know, I think there is a, a uh, I don't know, Adrian Heath, I think, has this, a, this really fucked up mindset about, like, having, he wants to be attacking, but he also doesn't want to give up goals. Also because I think he's recognized that, this team has given up a lot of fucking goals over the course of the last two years. Turns out, yeah. statistics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I, I really think he, you know, so he values, like, not giving up goals. But it's also, like, if you are, you can't, you, this team clearly can't do both. It needs to do right. one or the other. To, and they need to be focused solely if, on one. Yeah, and if they're, attack, if they're attacking on the front foot, they get a couple goals in the beginning of the season, at the beginning of the game, say in the first couple 20 minutes, 30 minutes, then they can sit back a little bit yep. and defend. I would, I would even say 10. I feel like with, with this particular team, just knowing that if Red Bulls do start to click, how dangerous they can be. Absolutely. You bomb those fullbacks, like you're saying, get Mitten your way the yep. hell up there, get somebody to click with him either for a pass or a header or whatever it is and just go at him for those first five minutes and try and get a goal. How yes. incredible would that be? Instead of us getting scored on in the first five, let's get a fucking goal for ourselves in the first yep. five minutes. Everyone's, think, everyone's think, got a plan until they get punched in the face. That's what so I'm saying. Let's, let's, be exactly. the, let's do some face exactly. punching. So hit them right? fast. <laughs> hit them fast and hit yeah. them hard. Uh, all right, yeah, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face, so let's do face punching. Yep. <laughs> That's, I think face punching might be the name of the episode. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, all right, so anybody, so who we have – now we got to do a little bit of uh, predicting for Minnesota here. Who uh, mm. Who's going to win? I'm going to say who the fuck knows. I <laughs> Red Bulls have been not great, and I feel like this is the game, again, like going back to my analogy of the, the three-way, um, this is their three-way, and uh, – <laughs> Amazing. BWP gets a brace Amazing. and we lose this game like three to one. Oh, man, yikes! <laughs> if, so if I was in Vegas, I would I would take the draw at at three thirty. Really? Yeah. I okay. Mean, that, that seems like a good money play, right? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. So, yeah the uh, um, minus one seventy five is that would that's, yeah, yeah, that's not mean, good value for specifically. I would put money on a one one draw. Sure. Um, at at three thirty. Sure. Okay. Um, but uh, what is your what is so that, that's what your that's what your head says. What yeah, your, that, that's what my, your heart that's, say? That's my that's my gambler mindset. <laughs> yeah. I I I've got a sinking feeling about this one right now. Okay. Um. You know. I mean. We've we've just been on the wrong end of too many of these situations. On the other hand, maybe Red Bulls are looking past us a little bit too. Maybe maybe we can be the banana peel for a change. Possible. Sometimes we do that. Sometimes so, we do on occasion. It's gonna be. I, I pick, just pick I, a fucking number, man. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a one-one draw. Okay, one-one yeah. draw. Perfect. Yeah. Eric, what do you got? So we did predictions on the on the radio show, and I think everybody consistently called this one a, a loss in L. But again, this was a month ago too. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll let that stand. But I think at present, I'm trying to try and be a little bit hopeful, and I also I'm I'm kind of feeling a one-one draw with a with a lot of luck, mostly because I want to stay relevant in Dunord's uh, predictor because <laughs> <laughs> I, I went for seven. Fair Same. <laughs> So everybody's got a one-one draw. I got a three-one loss. Nice. Uh, all right, moving along. So uh, picture it didn't happen. So last week we talked about some of these scores. If you guys have any thoughts about any of these games, feel free to to jump in. Um, so um, for 
uh, Toronto yeah. FC versus NYFC. Has anyone had a better like a, like a recent overseas import, big name import, had a better MLS debut than Pozuelo? I don't think so. Crap. That was uh, no, his that was chip was insane. fucking Holy beautiful. Shit. Chips plural, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, chips yes. plural. Yeah, I'm gonna say do it three wow. times in July, yeah. and then we can have a conversation. Yeah, okay, but, right. right. Uh, on a hot but day so in yeah, July. so yeah, so Toronto, so Toronto <laughs> FC, the, the game you're linked to, uh, won four to nothing. Yeah, yeah he's been was, amazing. That was a beating. Um, the aforementioned, yeah, the aforementioned Chicago Red Bulls game ended one nothing for Chicago. And, which and we just looks Chicago just looks to be in a shambles right now. Yeah, yeah. like attendance at that game looked like an NSC game circa night like 2012. <laughs> like yeah. on a rainy Saturday afternoon. They're as talking about a re- which season. is really which I yeah. think is ridiculous. Like they they because they think if they fires... move into a football stadium, they can bring more people in. Oh mm. god, are they really talking about moving to Soldier well, Field? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, that I think that would be good. Maybe better for everybody it, trying to go yeah. to Chicago games. Yeah, that looks <laughs> miserable. But they're talking about doing a rebrand. They're going to be Chicago Football Club instead of Chicago Fire now, which yeah. I think is. I haven't read any of that. That's fucked I, up. I, that's, I, that's, I guess I was murmurs, out, but I didn't know that was what it was. Uh, as a rumor. Okay. Yeah. Settling on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got I've got several Chicago supporters who are kind of in my feed, and they're not they're not happy about this. Yeah, and I don't blame them. I mean, these there's been a very loyal bunch of fans there, and they've been through a lot of shit. Well, they've been through a, yes. in the last five years and in yep. the last year, especially. I don't yeah. blame them for being pissed off. Yeah, so, yikes. All right, so New England beat Minnesota two to one. Yeah. Uh, Sporting Kansas City <laughs> dropped a touchdown on Montreal. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, dude, seven to one. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, San Jose. Lost uh, five to nothing to uh, LAFC at to, home to Carlos Vela. To, yeah, yeah, Carlos Vela. Carlos Vela and a couple <laughs> other random, a couple dudes other guys just stand yep. stood around yeah. and watched. Uh, FC Cincinnati. Uh, they lost two nothing at home to Philadelphia. Philadelphia is, I think, sneaky good this year. Honestly, yeah, um, and yeah, in kind Cincinnati. of like an ashholeist way. Yeah, like they, I was annoyed watching them play, and I couldn't, I can't quite put my finger on it, but like, ah, they're good in a way that's just annoying sure I, yeah uh columbus uh rainy columbus beat the hell out of atlanta united oh two nothing God. and that, that was game was almost that was a water it was a beat down yeah and atlanta united look never looked into being in that game that was no. and that's just that you know more shot at the bottom of the table right, they are at the these? bottom of the table yeah. they yeah if you uh if you if you uh want to like have a laugh like <laughs> yeah. you're a minnesota person just jump into like an Atlanta United Twitter feed. Um, <laughs> hashtag yeah, ATL UTD. Yeah, by becoming the Atlanta. You yes you Twitter yeah uh, yes you had a, a a Twitter thing that kind of went uh, crazy um, about that. Bit. So <laughs> you want to you want to tell us a little bit about that quick? I'm curious now. Yeah, yeah. you can't you can't no, tease. They can't dangle that. <laughs> so I, on a whim, just you know, everyone's making their their little criticisms of Allianz Field after the season ticket holder event on Sunday, and and I said, you know. Point, counterpoint. You're going to complain about this. All I'm seeing is criticisms on Twitter. Fine. That's how we got where we are. Criticize. Yep. Speak up. I'm all for that. But just to kind of play devil's advocate, and I I throw point, counterpoint out on Twitter all the time. It's never gone this way. <laughs> but, you know, we. the main thing was you are in a privately funded soccer-specific stadium Everyone compares us to Atlanta, so let's compare us to Atlanta. Mm. Look at what we have compared to them, and I, the the mentions were insane. And I'm like, I'm not even talking about yeah, you. The, Menchie, like, the, the Menchies blew up over there. So <laughs> I had I have never had to mute a Twitter conversation or oh, anything, and I was boy. I'm sitting at work going, what the. 
what what exactly they, did I, I yeah. they were you know they were really throwing but, my they were really the yeah, <laughs> they were really butthurt about a lot of stuff wow. if, if you ever know you've got a super boring day uh, 24 hours in advance throw out a super spicy take on Twitter, <laughs> oh, yeah. and then like, and then don't don't look for another twenty four yeah. hours. Yep. Then you can spend the next rest of the next ages going through the yeah. blog. Luke, exactly. Luke, Luke, Luke's done this before Yo, multiple I've, times. I've dropped a couple spice bombs. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. Uh, uh, RSL lost at home to FC Dallas four to two. Colorado again. Uh, that's a shit show. I gotta say, Dal- Dallas is looking. Dangerous. Dallas is kind of like the silent assassin. They're yes. just, they're just kind of doing yeah. their thing, yeah. and nobody's really they're paying just attention. Slit your carotid artery when you're yeah. not looking, and you'll bleed out before you <laughs> even saw it. Yeah. Yep. Houston Dynamo went up to Colorado and beat them four to one. Uh, they're the, looking good too. Except, yeah. Except it's Colorado. So. Yeah. Two yeah. Yeah. goals. Two the goals. Boringest of <laughs> yeah. The boringest of draws of Vancouver zero, Seattle zero. Ugh. Um, actually helped my fantasy game. I put Frey in a goal. So. Did you? Okay. Oh, <laughs> nice. uh, DC United. Everyone. Yeah. DC United went on the road and beat Orlando City two to one, and then LA Galaxy beat Portland two to one at home. So mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about. Uh, we'll make some picks here quick. So these are rapid fire guys. Vancouver, LA Galaxy. I have a uh, LA Galaxy win uh, two to one. Got to be Galaxy. Yeah, I, I agree entirely. Yeah, Galaxy. Sure. I don't know about a score. Um, it's, it's fine. I'll say one nil Galaxy. Yeah, I'll go Galaxy, too. All right. NYCFC versus Montreal. The two teams that ate shit this past week. That's right. And uh, <laughs> one of them is one of them is coming to Minnesota. Battle so that lead, I, I'm going to I'm going to predict a three nothing uh, NYCFC win because I don't want them uh, reeling. They need a win before they come to Hollywood. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. yeah, we want them a little <laughs> overconfident. Yeah. Well, now that we've gotten this beast off our back, we'll just kind of. Po- yeah. Yeah, exactly. Although, man, is Montreal going to sit there and take another beat down? Maybe yes, that's will. what that is they what they do that's is what Montreal yeah, does what let me ask a question first the beat down then the meltdown Piotti what <laughs> happened to Piotti because he's out right he got injured somehow I I don't know I don't know all right I sorry I didn't mean to derail I, I was really, trying to because because no. there's a there's a line here right when they fell apart last week yeah. Piotti did not play <laughs> uh, so anyway interesting all right yeah. um Toronto FC host Chicago I got a 4-1 Chicago or sorry Toronto victory sorry I was that was weird. <laughs> Four one Chicago. Do <laughs> you, you think Pozuelo's just gonna have another rampage? He might as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I agree. It's you know, it's, <laughs> why not? Yeah, it's Chicago. They're they're a train wreck. Anybody else have any? Toronto yeah, for okay. sure. I'll yeah. say yeah. I'll say two nil um, Toronto. All right, DC United host LAFC. DC United, who's also super hot right now. I think they beat this. The this LAFC is a team. good match. This, this might be the, the, match, um, of the, the match, match of the weekend. I have a two nothing DC United win in DC. <sighs> I, I don't know. I, I, think, we get a Wayne, I think we get a Wayne Rooney brace, and Carlos Vela gets uh, held. So, I don't know. I, 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 see be bold, guys. I see a draw. I, think, I, I see 1-1. One, one. I think DC wins it, but I think uh, I think there's going to be a lot of goals in this one. I'm thinking, okay. I'm really? Like a, I'm seeing like a 3-2. It could, yeah, like a it three, could two. easily just be training goals for Yep. I, I would fuck. I would love that. But I see a draw. I, I don't know. These are these are two great teams. So and they're equally be good. Ba- equally balanced. Yeah. All right. Uh, we already talked about the bread bowls versus Minnesota United. So we have Orlando City hosting Colorado. Ew. Two terrible teams. I have a one <laughs> one one draw in Orlando. That's, that's the shit bowl of the week. Yeah. Sure. No thank you. Ugh. Anybody have anything different is than it, a one one draw? Is anyone gonna no. hit one one? 
I, that's what I say. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's, an, so. that's it's, an aggressive. It's, hold on, Colorado. Colorado does score goals. Yeah. Um, to yeah. be fair, is, they is Nani yelling at everybody? Because apparently, if, if he yells at people, they start to score and oh, do things that's... right. I, I think <laughs> I think it will be a one-one draw. Both the goals will be own goals. <laughs> okay, Ooh, that works. I like that. All right, uh, Philadelphia host FC Dallas. Uh, Dallas. Mm. Sneaky FC Dallas. I have a three-one like FC Dallas. Dallas win. Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. No one's taking Philly in this game. I feel like it could go either way, but yeah, I'll probably go Dallas. I have Columbus beating New England. Three to nothing because New England is a shit ass soccer team that we just lost to. So. I agree. I think Columbus <laughs> takes them down. Yeah, yeah. curb stomping. Two um, or three nil. All right. Uh, Columbus, or sorry, San Jose and Portland. I have a zero zero draw because San Jose really? can't score. Oh, God. And Portland is terrible on the road. Oh. This, one, this one was hard for me, too, considering <laughs> the way Portland terrible. is. Which is bananas to think that we're giving Portland that, that much. You know, of a of a low bar, but but they've you're been, right. They've been absolutely so terrible right. this been year. Terrible. Yeah, and especially on the road, and, and they're all, they're on the road for like the first twelve games of the year. So. Uh, folks, this folks. might be the only time they get a chance to win a game on the road, Portland. So this they I might, think, they I might think be going Portland, for it I here. Think they, I think they sneak it out. I think, yeah. I'm gonna say this, one nil, one nil Portland. <laughs> nope, this is gonna be like watching two one legged men in an ass kicking contest. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna win this thing. <laughs> you go neg- right. negative goals. <laughs> Everyone just sits down on the reverse bench. reverse goals. <laughs> just opens up. And swallows them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Sounders host RSL. I have a four-one Sounders win over RSL, which I think is not good. At, not a good team this year. I don't know if I go that far, but I'm with you for Seattle. I, th- I think maybe yeah. two to one. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with a lower score outcome than that. But yeah, I'm not uh, impressed with the RSL. Based I mean, on be I've bold, seen. guys. Come on. Uh, and then finally, FCC, the uh, the Federal Communications Commission, yeah. host uh, <laughs> yeah. the Sporks of Kansas City. Oh yeah. Uh, FC Nickelback. Oof. And I got FC Nickelback winning five to nothing on the road in Can- in Cincinnati. They're gonna really. Wow. I mean, I just you know I'm I, I'm here for the I'm here for the the hot takes. Guys. They're gonna lay a field goal and a safety. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. No man, I got I got Sporks like three to one. Okay. I mean, I really would like F- like FC Cincinnati to beat to beat Kansas City yeah. for obvious reasons. It'd be nice for us. I don't think I don't think that's gonna happen. I, th- I think not. I think three one's not crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, we got some fucking answers. Uh, we're getting oh. the. It's, this is a. This is gonna be a long one, guys. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Fred Mello asked question for you, and I mean the Dave with the beard. <laughs> and then he gave me his phone number. If you have a second today. <laughs> <laughs> so did you call him? I did call him. So yeah. So I yeah. I actually I, I met with him yesterday, and then I had actually uh, a photographer. Um, Whoa! A photographer take pictures of me for a Pioneer Press article that I think is going to happen here, Hell yeah. relatively soon. So um, you will soon have Pioneer Press commenters talking about your face. Yes, I'm very <laughs> much. Oh joy! I'm very much looking forward to diving into the uh, comment section on that one. Nice. We're gonna frame. We're gonna print and frame those. Yes. Oh, that would be fun, yes. guys. If, so yeah, I'll I'll make sure to tweet it out from uh, both my personal <laughs> Twitter account and the Dave's Twitter account. Um, just jump in there and fucking fuck those people up. Please. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah I'll, 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 I'll have some painted born with the tail spice out. bombs. The, yeah, sure. the photographer took like she took an insane amount of pictures. Yeah, of, like me sitting at the Black Heart drinking a beer, watching watching the Tottenham Crystal Palace game. And <laughs> is this for the show or just for personal? Or no, this what? was no, this was for for the article that's going to be coming oh, out at article. some point. I don't know when. It, I don't know when it will happen. I'll make sure to, to tweet it out Sweet. when it when it comes out. So, nice. um, Temple of the Loon asks, I want some more discussion from. At Silva Culture, that's Eric, that's and guests me. about po- the political spectrum of Brazilian clubs. So we're going to cede the floor to you for, let's say, how, two how minutes. How much time? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah, please give me a limit. Yeah. I, I, I responded to this because it's extremely deep, and we could talk about it for a long time. Um, the spectrum, I mean, it goes from extreme right, fascist, Nazi-supporting pieces of shit to, like, anarcho-syndicalist so, <laughs> and, and everything else in between. Um, like, personal examples that I can that I can 
think of off, off the top of my head. Like, so the dictator. Let me let me back up. This past weekend on Sunday was the 55th anniversary of the day the military dictatorship took place in 1964 in Brazil, fully supported, of course, by the CIA. And for over four decades now, nobody in their right mind thought that should be celebrated. (laughs) The current president of Brazil... Who most is, recently elected? Yeah, yeah, like this, Bolsonaro, this last year who, who's, who's looking at Trump and being like, "Hold my beer." <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> I right. can be worse than this piece of shit, yeah. than this fascist. Yeah. He says, "You know what? We're gonna celebrate the non-coup because, in his mind, it was not a coup. It was a restoration of democracy." Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's where a lot of this all kind of started to kind of come up. Yikes! Yeah. Um, Yikes. And anyway. <laughs> So around that, in, in, in 1970, what I can tell you is the, the dictatorship in full power at that point really did use specifically the Selecion, the national team, first of all, as kind of a point of, you know, national identity and unity and, every, and everything you can think of to, like, you know, stir up nationalism. And along with that, and this directly ties into my, my family, kind of unfortunately, Everybody knows that when you're watching, a, especially a national team football match in Brazil, everybody's glued to the TV. Nobody's really paying attention to what's happening on the street. So for the military police, during the dictatorship, they would specifically wait for games to happen and go out and fuck shit up. Mm. Because nobody was really looking, nobody was paying attention. So that's when that's when the wrong people got the knock that's on right. the door, and the wrong people <laughs> who happened to be living with my father. Ah. So my dad would be there, right? And you know, it's getting a little personal, yeah, but yeah, things would happen, Oof. and it, and, and not coincidentally, it would happen during national team matches. Oof. Yikes! Now on the other end of that, so that's like the super negative side. Yeah. On the positive side, then in the eighties. One of the greatest legends, not only in Brazilian football, but in the history of football, a guy named Socrates, pops up at Corinthians. And all of these kind of little pieces kind of happen. And this was 1979 into 80. All, you know, it's just one of those moments where it all happens at the right time, where you have a manager that's a sociologist. And he's like, I'm going to do things a little bit differently. He's actually talking to the players, listening to what they think, what they want. And he's like... I kind of want them to have as much power as I do in this team. And all of a sudden, while the dictatorship is happening outside in the rest of the country, within Corinthians, they have the Democracia Corinthiana, which becomes this thing where the players, the coach, the staff, the janitor, like the people running concessions, everybody has a democratic say in what's happening in the team. So like there's literally this island of democracy within the club, within the team, that's not even seen outside of the, you know, the rest of the country, which is incredible. And they have this huge push. They had, they're obviously extremely political. They, you know, they they actually have the jerseys that say Democracia Corinthian on them. They mm. they have the vote on them. It, it's incredible. So Corinthians really becomes this this team of resistance in terms of like the big names, right? Um, there's another big, a smaller uh, division team, like third, fourth division, Ferroviari, which is like the the rail workers. And, and their whole thing was they were started by a – this might be a little mythology, a little bit tall tale, but the idea was, at least the way I heard it, was they were started by, like, the barons, right? Okay. The railroad barons, uh, the wealthy people. And then the, the players were like – they started to rebel, and, and then the guys are like, well, fine. 
you know, we're gonna we're gonna pull all of our money and we'll just give it to you. And the player's like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and, fr- and from that moment on, it became this strictly working class, you know, cool. railroad railroad workers team That's up cool. until present. And then yeah. they have this huge radical supporters group as well. So anyway, I could go on and on. There's yeah, awesome. that sounds yeah. like a, that sounds like a Patreon I was podcast. Actually, I was, <laughs> I was uh, at one point I was intending to write an article about Socrates for uh, for the Dave's I Know website. Yeah, he's a point, really, so we still, really we, we interesting guy. We still have guy. that domain. He yeah, I know. Right I, mean, I, I did a little homework on <laughs> he it. He kind of yeah. goes off the rails when he gets a little bit older and yeah. kind of gets into some weird stuff. But, I mean, at that particular moment, just, just an <laughs> incredible personality. Yeah. A medical doctor, by the way. Yeah. I mean, he gave up medicine to play soccer, which yeah. is like, you know what? Yeah. This is what I'm going to do. And wasn't the, I mean, weren't the, didn't he have a teammate who actually was a labor organizer at an auto plant or yes. something like and that? and that's too? what I mean. It was yeah. like all these little pieces just happened to land at the same place the same time yeah. and to make that happen that's really cool. that's there that's kind of the crazy thing about like and the awesome thing about soccer is that there's so much of this political history that it's tied to the tied to the game yep. that you don't you know if you're only a fan of like mls or you know american soccer you don't necessarily understand that although there's a little bit of that yeah. sort of cropping up around yeah. Yeah. but it, if you if you're a fan of and you explore the history of, of teams in europe and teams in south america yeah. there's, there's really good youtubes and, and documentaries and yeah. unfortunately there's not a lot in english but i mean if you kind of good, just, good reason to learn spanish yeah <laughs> just, just, just do a little search or portuguese, or portuguese, or portuguese yeah, yeah. And, and you'll find a ton of stuff and, That's right. and, and some of it does have subtitles too so i mean it, it's deep though it's very deep cool awesome all right uh andy asks uh what is the this is our friend uh lacribs uh what is the, the regrettable thing you You've done while playing a sport. Dirty play, mouth off to a ref, completely lose your mind, Bobby Knight style. Um, I will say, not when I was playing a sport, but I used to coach high school wrestling, and I uh, I, I said some very uh, not great things, obviously, to a to a referee <laughs> in a match in front of like we had. It's great because our gym had a light that you could bring down, so we literally like there like the gym was dark, and then the only thing that was lit up was the was the actual like circle of the wrestling the wrestling mat, and and yeah, I berated several referees, uh, several you? officials. No. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I'm a I'm an aggressive person. If you haven't figured that out yet, and uh, and I, you know, I wear, in case I, you didn't know, I wear that badge. I I, I, under, I understand. Aggressive fan. I, I understand that it is a thing that, that is a thing I need to uh, work on, especially now that I have a, a child who I think will hopefully be playing sports at some point. Like I need to be less aggressive, and we'll, I, we'll get I, you on the jujitsu mat. Yeah, with me. That's, the, that, that's that's the way yeah. to get it out. It, it keeps you know, me sane. There's there's a really great book I'm reading about uh about I can't remember the exact name of the book, but it's about like you know sports parents and. Not being oh, the aggressive yeah. sport brand, and yeah. like I understand, like I just I know, and I, I know that because I I had I dealt with those people, so I got, I'm like I'm not gonna be the, that person, but I could very much totally see like be, not just not like like the helicopter kind of parent, but just like being the one who's like yelling loudly the entire time. So I think it wasn't playing a sport. Um, I mean, I definitely uh, I definitely like you know uh, cross faced a dude a little too hard on the wrestling mat more more than once. Um, when you know someone was being an asshole to me, but you guys have any anything? Yeah, to add well, to that? This, this is my moment of shame here. Okay. So, bring it uh, on. <laughs> uh, back in the '90s, I played right back for a rec league soccer team called Underworld, um, and we were just a bunch of we were half a bunch of dorks who were actually like literally marine biologists from uh, Underwater World at the Mall of America, <laughs> and then the other half were these kind of wild Australian dudes I was running around with back then. Um, I I suck at soccer. I'm not a good player, but I I can basically do a dispossession and clearance 
and nothing else. Don't ask me to pass. Don't ask me to shoot. Don't ask me to dribble. Um, anything like that. But if you put me in right back, I I will dispossess some dude who's coming, and I'll I'll boot it up the field, and hopefully you know they don't come back you know two seconds later. Um, so we were playing a team, a rec league team. Their team was called Pablo Escobar. Oh god, that was the name of the team. I mistimed a tackle. And I'm pretty sure I sprained a dude's ankle pretty bad. They had to carry him off. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, and I just felt like shit. I'm like, you know, he's probably, you know, a dishwasher somewhere. He's gonna, he's not going to be able to work now. It's because it's I suck. I, couldn't, I wasn't trying to hurt him. I just yeah. mistimed it um, and all that. And then I was all like, oh, wait, Pablo Escobar. Shit. So I for like a couple more weeks, like <laughs> anytime like team. anytime like a plain white van would pull up behind me or something like oh this is it. All right. <laughs> oh, this is, so it's curtain for me, baby. Shouldn't have missed time that tackle. So uh so it's been it's been it's been two decades now and they haven't they haven't found me yet. So, they haven't got yet. Uh, right. well who knows? Oh, okay. Who's that coming through the door like that? <laughs> Medellin <laughs> Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Uh, any, you guys have uh, anything that you're particularly proud of? Proud of or not regretful? Or not proud of? I'll actually add one more. Uh, so last, la- yeah, last year, um, so I, I'm also a very amateur soccer player and will play with the Dark Clouds for the uh, Sana Foundation, uh, uh, you know, end of, sorry, end of the year fundraiser game that they have. And, and last year, so not, not this year, past year, but the year before the, I played and, you know, I haven't played. I don't I haven't played soccer regularly in a long time. Anyways, the, we were playing this uh, this group of uh, of uh, um, I believe some small American dudes, and they were they were great. They were good guys. They were fun to play with. Um, anyways, I was playing like a center back position. It's like five on like five v five or whatever with a goalie. So kind of a center back whatever. And I uh, saw a ball. I turned and kicked it. And this is not. I did not do this maliciously. I just kicked the ball and it went. It hit the dude straight in the junk. Ooh. And he just went down. And I was, ma- he, was he was maybe like me to you, Eric. So he was yeah. like two feet oh, away, and I just yeah, I fucking oh, booted it. it, and it went, and he just went down like a ton of bricks. Yep. And I turned, I just I I did that. I was like, and I turned, I was like, oh my, my dude, I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was the most inadvertent, uh, aggressive thing that I've done. Wow. So. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks when you hurt people because you're not talented enough to not hurt them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that yeah. ties into mine, actually. <laughs> okay. I, yep. I suck at American football. I don't really play American football, but when I was, I was, a, I was an early bloomer. So in peewee football, I got in there mostly because I was 5'9 when I was 12. Oh. So they're like, cool, you're going to be the tight end because you're big sure. and you can yeah. block and yeah. maybe you can catch. Yeah. I can't catch. No. Um, <laughs> so I, I pass blocked a dude took him down and he walked off and i'm like all right well that's fine found out the next day at school i broke the kid's ribs oh jesus so yeah uh, yeah and that and that ends eric's experience in american yeah, football I, honestly like, I, I played a little bit indoor ball there's at, at one point i was on it was a bunch of like old lawyers like playing indoors in burnsville or something but yeah, yeah, my encounter with Pablo Escobar <laughs> was kind of the end of my rec league soccer. Fair career. enough. Fair so. enough. <laughs> All right, um, Bridget, do you have anything? Anything you wanna you wanna chip in there? We're at like 124 minutes. Already, <laughs> Let's keep it going. You, you one hour and 24 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Um, I don't really have anything directly, but one of the first things that came to mind was in I was middle school, and I 
bad knees, asthma, whatever. They're, you know, breaking up the teams in PE class or whatever. And there's a few of us overweight or sore, you know, just the teacher is like, you five go do whatever the f you want as long as there's say a fuck, Bridget. <laughs> we have it's true we have the I've, we have that, that i have an e. office job now i'm <laughs> training myself i want out you guys to throw a tennis ball <laughs> against the wall okay <laughs> much. this is the football section so you guys are gonna have this on your section of the field but do whatever you want <laughs> like just just don't get hurt whatever so we're just yeah, messing around throwing me. throwing the ball back and forth kind of kind of making runs but we we made our field like 20 yards long and it ended in a ditch so there wasn't a whole lot of effort put into it and one of the guys goes for a long pass just to see if someone could run and catch it and I turn away to start running and I hear him go shit Uh and I went what I said, no one caught the ball. Is that is that what you're cursing about? He goes, look under the ball. Ball catches a bird in midair. Bird oh. hits the ground. <laughs> so oh. these, these oh five, my God. five or six of us go gather around the oh. ball. A couple small feathers <laughs> just slowly yeah. drifting down. A tiny little baby bird flew out of the woods. Oh, you Randy Johnson, that bird. Probability. Yep. What is the oh. probability? You exploded a bird, exactly. Bridget. That's... That's fucking. That's a. Ter- that's terrible. Wow. Right? That's terrible. The teacher comes running up. What are you doing? Just staring at the ball. Pick it up. But the the, 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 bird, the bird. That's so traumatizing. The guy who did it empties his Gatorade bottle, puts yeah. the bird in. We go walk into the woods, and we had a little burial yeah. of the bird. And <laughs> teacher blew the whistle, and we're like, we're done. Bye. <laughs> Jesus oh Christ. God, God I, Andy, are you glad you asked that question? Because that shit, <laughs> shit just got depressing. Got real, man. Um, real. All right. Are you proud of yourself? By the way, hi, Margaret. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Margaret. Yeah, Mags. We love Mags. Um, uh, so Offensive Loons asks, why are there so many wine experts from Somalia? fuck is he talking about <laughs> he's dude so that is guy he's still drunk he's still drunk yeah, yeah he's I was been, gonna say he's been it sounds like he went yeah. to some pretty epic links yeah he's been drunk that's what, that's what our bankers yeah do. he's been drunk since uh yeah since like monday afternoon i think <laughs> where is uh, he by the way uh he's in uh, he's on the west coast west i'm not yes I, i'm not pretty, don't disclose listen he has sent me pictures of his dinners i saw i got a text from him that said oh, god yesterday afternoon that he was going to a wine tasting and that his hotel room had gotten him had, like he had a free bottle of wine in his hotel room when he checked in oh lord so yeah this is where your money is like yeah don't he, give your don't give your leading, money to big banks was it like better than my gold? wine I don't, uh, so. I don't know yeah it. we'll have to see yeah uh okay we have a couple more questions uh tim mclaughlin uh asks am i too late uh the question is answer is yes, yes tim uh, <laughs> uh minnesota nice fc west Burdine asks are minnesota united good at the soccer i think we've <laughs> clearly answer that question they are not <laughs> and then uh graham gilson asks who is this season's johan venegas slash alexi gomez Ooh. which is a very good question i was actually yeah so that was that was nice that yeah. was yeah. Yeah. some harmony yeah, shit going on three-part harmony it was nice um i don't know that's yeah that's a that's a really good anybody have any thoughts i mean i guess i would lean if I had to lean, I would guess I would lean towards Rodriguez is the first thing that comes Rodriguez, to mind. Rodriguez, right? oh, yeah. but but yeah, he yeah. you know he's not as uh, you hate to say it. Yeah, he's not as egregiously bad as Johan Venegas and Alexi Gomez were. 
right? Yeah, I mean, there's no like clear villain. Sure. On the squad, da, right da, da. Now. <laughs> I don't know, Michael Boxall. None, none of these guys were <laughs> oversold as much as say Fanegas yeah. or yeah. Rodriguez. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that's that's a good point. That's a good point. By the way, so with Vela like just kind of dominating LAFC right now, is that is that not good for our, our beautiful our beautiful boy Christian Ramirez? Between Vela and uh, they have oh, a, they, they have several guy. strikers. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm a little uh, worried. I'm a little D. worried about D, that. Uh, yeah. Diamando. Sub- Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He subbed in for Christian a couple weeks ago and scored about two minutes later, and it was a yeah. fantastic goal. And yeah, it was. So, so you're saying we could have him back? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, he would be. Well, you say we do a little switcheroo here. Wouldn't cost as, it wouldn't cost as much <laughs> as we as he we got from him. I would think right no. now. Like I think his his value would be done. My guess is if he's got value, he's got value um, either back to Minnesota or in uh, to League MX. Mm. That's where I imagine sure. he, he has value. Not so much. Or, or they, would, they were still asking about him right up until the LAFC trade. Yeah. So, so I would imagine would, he has. Yeah, he has league some, MX you know, value. Would uh, would Cincinnati or, or the future Miami squad ultimately want to get their hands on him? That's please, possible. Please no, not that's Miami. Possible. I don't yeah. want. To, I don't want him yeah, in Miami no. either. I mean, oh, yeah. That's, yeah I, we didn't even spend any time talking about. Uh, inner Miami and, and inner suing Miami oh and all that fun. Oh, right. Yeah. All that fun stuff. Uh, of course. So, yes, yeah, so some other time. Um, all right. So we're at we're at over 90 minutes. That's I'm a great gonna, way to end it. Yeah, we're going to wrap this shit up. Uh, you can brown, always uh, hit us up on the on the Twitter machines at TDIKMN. <clears throat> I'm at Texas LR. Martin is at Offensive Loons. You know, you can reach out to him and, and, and just. Uh, we got this. Yeah. <laughs> An- answer his uh, sommelier question if you want. Um, Bridget, you can find at, at BC McDowell uh, and uh, all her writing on MLS Female. Luke at Born with a Tail underscore and Eric at Silva Culture and the Minnesota Football Show. What is the Minnesota Football Show's Twitter feed? Twitter feed. It's at MN Football Show. Football Show. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so hit him up and uh, listen in when you got a chance. Um, especially when uh, especially when Martin and I eventually show up on the on the, on the thing. Um, we are the Dave's You Know with an, uh, Luke and an Eric and a Bridget. This has been the Dave's, the Dave's You Know. Hey, I got your pizza. The Dave's I Know, sorry. <laughs> Land here become fecund. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Through the act, we attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. Do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Son, son, son.